0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, May 14th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The city of Columbus has reached an agreement with the family of Andre Hill, who was fatally shot by a now-former Columbus police officer last year. More from Karina Nova. The city says it will pay Hill's family $10 million. This is the highest amount ever paid out by the city of Columbus. Back in December, Officer Adam Coy shot and killed Andre Hill in a garage. Coy was fired by the city and now is charged with murder, felonious assault, and reckless homicide. City Attorney Zach Klein says he knows this will never bring Andre Hill back, but he says this is a necessary step in the right direction. City Council will vote on this next Monday. Karina Nova, ONN News. Next month, Governor Mike DeWine is putting an end to the extra $300 per week that the federal government is adding to unemployment benefits over concerns it's causing people not to look for work. Reporter Will Uick says there are some who disagree with that belief. Hannah Halbert of Policy Matters Ohio cites recent numbers that show the number of people who are taking advantage of an extended timeline for unemployment benefits past the normal 26 weeks in emergency use is 102 people across the entire state. Upwards of 80% of people that were on unemployment back in December were back at work before their unemployment benefits ended. Governor DeWine has said that these supplemental unemployment benefits would expire on June 26th. Now, whether or not that actually does swing the pendulum one way or the other, only time will tell. Reporting in Olmstead Falls, Will Uick. Governor DeWine said yesterday his decision to lift the health orders as of June 2nd was based on advice from medical experts and widespread access to the coronavirus vaccine. But as Kevin Landers reports, many believe there's more to the story. Behind the scenes, several lawmakers believe Governor Mike DeWine's about-face on removing the health orders was an attempt to get in front of the legislature that was going to rescind them anyway. And I'm pleased that the governor finally listened to the legislature, because if the governor wasn't going to open up Ohio by the June 20th, second date, which Senate Bill 22 took effect, the legislature was ready to do so. In other words, they believe Governor DeWine felt the political pressure to do it because reaching 50 cases per 100,000 people, many believe wasn't going to happen. From the House, Kevin Landers. The Ohio State University reported yesterday an internal investigation found a massage therapist targeted football players for free massages and sex. Dom Taberry has the details. The university says she met OSU players online, offered to give them massages and have sex with them. The report says the scheme took place from 2018 to 2021. She is 41 years old and lives some two hours away in Northeast Ohio. The report also says she only had contact with the football players, no other sports involved. The report indicates that 20 players received a massage from her and five players admitted to having sexual activities. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And Dave Holmes says the NCAA has already weighed in on those incidents. Some of the players got massages for free, which you might think would be an NCAA violation. But Athletic Director Gene Smith says that's actually not the case. He says in this case, the benefit wasn't given exclusively to the players. He says this woman had a plan that would benefit herself. Gene Smith said because of that, no violations occurred and the NCAA agrees with that assessment. Gene Smith says he wants other universities to learn from this, especially when it comes to who you trust on social media. I'm Dave Holmes. A Southwest Ohio lawmaker says he wants to ensure small businesses aren't left behind during the next state of emergency. Steve Vaughn has more. State Senator George Lang of Westchester introduced Senate Bill 134, the Business Fairness Act, in response to how small businesses were treated during the coronavirus pandemic. Many small businesses were forced to close their doors while their large retail competitors were permitted to remain open. Under the bill, all businesses would be deemed essential as long as they follow health orders and protocol. Senators passed the bill unanimously, and now it's on to the House. Steve Vaughn, ONN. After two years of crafting legislation, one Ohio lawmaker is predicting Governor DeWine will make sports betting legal in the state by June. Yolanda Harris has more with State Senator Naraj Antani of Miamisburg. Under the proposal, 11 casinos and racinos would be eligible to apply for a sports betting license. Ohio's bill would also allow for mobile sports gambling. The Casino Control Commission would determine what sporting events are bet on, what college athletics are bet on, etc. I personally favor being able to bet on college athletics. I think that these universities make billions and billions of dollars off of the back of these students, you know, so it's really hard to call it an amateur sport. I'm Yolanda Harris. The Ohio State Medical Board quietly approved three new medical marijuana qualifying conditions and forwarded two more for approval later this year. The Cincinnati Enquirer reports that the board's medical marijuana committee in February determined three conditions, arthritis, chronic migraines, and complex regional pain syndrome were already covered by the existing qualification of pain that is chronic and severe. That brings to 22 the number of conditions that qualify for medical cannabis use in Ohio. The committee this week also advanced two conditions for the full board to approve at a future meeting persistent muscle spasms and terminal illness. A recent survey showed only 29 percent of parents nationwide said they were ready to have their children receive a coronavirus vaccine. Amy Steigerwald spoke with Toledo area infectious disease doctor Jennifer Hanrahan. Doctors are breaking down why the shot is safe for kids. Even though Kids don't tend to get as sick as adults do. The main thing that they can do is to help protect the people around them. Pfizer is the only vaccine currently being offered for anyone under the age of 18. And as the vaccine becomes more available for kids, getting reliable information from credible sources is important. You know, we should be paying attention to science, not social media to get our medical information. Amy Sagerwald in Toledo. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued new guidance yesterday that will mean a return to a measure of normalcy for much of the nation. Andrew Kinsey has more from CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. If you are fully vaccinated, you can start doing the things that you had stopped doing because of the pandemic. That means people vaccinated against COVID-19 can go without masks, both indoors and outdoors. There are a few footnotes here. People who are immune compromised should talk with their doctors before giving up those masks. And if you're heading on a bus, train, plane, or public transportation, you should still wear that mask. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And Cedar Point opened its season this morning. Brandon Simmons reports from the park in Sandusky. Many of the health safety protocols that were in place last year, just so everyone knows, are still in effect. They're continuing to limit capacity and expect people to be socially distanced while they're inside the park. However, masks are not required when you're outdoors, of course, or when you're on rides. Now, if you haven't already, you have to be sure to also make reservations for your visit this year, just like last year. That's the only way you'll be able to enjoy any of those planned events and celebrate. In light of recent announcements from the state and the CDC regarding the relaxation of various health guidelines, Cedar Point is evaluating changes to be made and will post more information on its website. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS TV in Columbus, WKYC TV in Cleveland, and WTOL TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network.